Hello, powerful people. My name is Edouard Gilles, personal development speaker and talk show host. And I want to welcome you to this holistic experience called Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation. This podcast is all about growth in all aspects of your life. How do you solidify a great mindset that will lead to a healthy body, healthy relationships, and an in-tune spirit? Well, join me on this journey to becoming the best version of ourselves. If you want a podcast that you can relate to, a podcast that will motivate and inspire you, all while educating you on ways to personally develop and grow as a being, Ed Talks Daily is for you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of a review. Or tune in live every Monday at 12 p.m. by visiting FAURradio.com. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Monday. My name is Edouard Gilles, and I want to thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of the Ed Talk Podcast. Today, I want to come and talk to you about overcoming guilt and defeat. Now, from my own experiences, I found out that the the one thing that uh, always, say, stopped me from doing certain things or mending a relationship is guilt. It's simple. I think we need to sometimes understand the purpose of guilt, which is there to allow us to be beings that don't just operate like based on whatever we want to do. We want to have some sort of values and ethics. So guilt keeps life ethical. It keeps things um, as ethical as possible. It allows us to keep our word to people. It allows us to be really good people. So I, I think that guilt is a force that forces us to step back and look at our actions. And sometimes when guilt force steps us to do that, we either look at ourselves and be like, damn, I'm in a bad shape, or we use that to make our wrongs, make our wrongs right. And a lot of times we dwell in guilt and we just feel bad about it. Like I should have hit this person up. I should have showed up there. I should have never felt this. I should have been a better person. And we, that becomes negativity. Guilt is supposed to empower us to be better, but it becomes the negativity in our lives. But understanding that we're guilty is the first step of either making the thing right or stop dwelling on how wrong you've done. So I know this for sure. The reason why I don't come and talk about, hey, how do you make a million dollars? I've not made a million dollars. I've experienced these emotions like a normal human being and in studying and, you know, personal development, I've actually experienced a lot of guilt because I have high standards. So you may say I'm a high performer. I have a business. I do a lot of great things. I'm actually chasing my passion. You know, I don't always feel that guilty for not achieving or I don't feel that guilty for not going for something greater. But guess what? When you step outside your normal way of being for like two weeks, the guilt comes back 10 times fold. A lot of times, the more ethical, the more of a hustler you are, the more driven, inspired, and motivated you are to do something, 
the most the more effect that sometimes guilt will have on you because of that high standard it's like it's like guilt is there to say okay you've done something wrong if your whole life is wrong guilt doesn't even exist for you because you don't even notice it i don't even feel guilty about doing this because it's not even in my awareness my emotional intelligence has not allowed me to be guilty at all it's like i put somebody in the face for no reason like this is gta and you just like bump hit him right in the face and then like i don't feel guilty about that that's because the gps your navigating system doesn't say anything was wrong with that i believe that the higher the grind the higher the guilt the higher the grind the higher the guilt when you do not i repeat when you do not stick to who you truly are so when we don't meet our expectations our self-confidence is thoroughly impacted in a negative way if you expect to be this person you expect to um, show up to class every day show up to work every day be on your best you expect to that this month I was gonna go all week going to the gym putting in the work watching my diet watching my nutrition and you expect that expectation is set up there and then you all of a sudden you went back to your old self. So this is something that we want to talk about, especially in the third month of 2019. What triggers has caused you to revert back to your old self this year? And now what are you going to do to get back to your true self again? So I want you to think about a time when you was doing very well and then boom you went back to the person you used to be les brown says used to bees don't make no honey and used to bees definitely don't make you money so sometimes when you're not the person you used to be when you become the person you used to be instead of the person you truly are you are really guilty about that you took two steps forward in life to figuring out yourself and growing and becoming better. And then you take one step back because something happened and you're like, I can't handle the stress. So, boom, dismantle. So, I say that guilt is usually the number one feeling that we need to notice that's happening. Like, oh, I am feeling guilty. Guilt can suppress your ability to act because guilt make you see things worse than it is guilt stops you from taking the initiative to face the problem guilt is the opposite of growth because guilt allows you to dwell in the past rather than work on creating the future I know this because I feel a lot of guilt at times. Why? High expectations. My responsibility in doing this podcast 
should enhance my responsibility, response ability to the stresses in my own life. My personal development should aid me in overcoming whatever may come in my own path. The words that I say should be the same actions that occur in my own life. Now, when you look at these two things and they become opposite, it's like who you say you are is not who you actually are. You feel really guilty. There's a Bible verse that says, don't go and take the peck out of someone else's eye. And then you're about to be blinded yourself. That's what guilt is, is actually noticing the peck in your eye. And saying, if I don't take this peck out, I won't be able to see like I used to. I won't be able to see clearly and I'm going to paint negative mental pictures in my head about how things are, about who I am, about my character. That is definitely not really true because temporary actions does not define who you are. So there's a conversation, internal dialogue that we have with ourselves every day. Like, what am I going to do today? Where am I going to go? How am I going to have fun? How am I, what am I going to eat today? It's like, what do I have to do? We're in a stage of doing, accomplishing. To overcome guilt, we have to be in the state of being. Because then we could realize that we're playing these mental tricks. It's like. One thing that happened to me is when I don't stick to my word. My biggest thing that I'm trying to, right, accomplish is to be a man of my word 100%. You know, maybe in the first 20 years of my life, people may not say, oh, you, you was really bad at keeping your word. I'm like, yeah, it's like I'm doing so much and I feel guilty for not hitting back and and it's just like an ongoing cycle of guilt, 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 guilt trip. And it just trips up your life. It's like, it's a drug. Guilt is a drug. It's a drug that allows you to not take action. So one of the things that I work on is trying to keep my word as much as possible. So I find that when I am not present, as in when I am not mindful, thinking about, my thinking about what I'm doing when that's not happening what happens is that I become really guilty that I, I I probably was late on a project for a client or I didn't call somebody I should have called and then you start ignoring that person then you don't call them and then all you have to say is like hey I'm gonna call this person I'm just listen I've had a couple of weeks uh it was a season of guilt tripping and I I apologize for the way I've acted because that person was not me it was a circumstance reflecting in the form of the way I acted to you that was just that was just that circumstance reflecting and I apologize and I would like that you stay a connection in a friend because I value your friendship and I would like to move on with our relationship if we can say that whenever we've messed up as many times as it takes and we do not linger in the guilt trip, then we could take a trip 
towards, you know, actually enjoying the relationships, enjoying the people in your lives, enjoying the things that you're doing. It's the same thing with your weight loss. I'm a personal trainer, right? I help people lose weight and take a holistic transformation. Now, what happens to a lot of people? Why do they quit? You think it's because they're weak-willed or they don't have the right skills or they're not able to do it? I believe that reason why a lot of people quit on their fitness journey is because of guilt. It's like you say, today I'm going to change my life. I will not eat all of this manufactured fake food uh, I'm not going to eat all of these things that I know is hindering me from optimal health. You say that, you say, I'm going to get my veggies, I'm going to get all this stuff set up. And then about seven days later, you're at Popeye's eating fried chicken. And you're saying to yourself, I, I said that last week I was not going to do, to do this. I said that I was going to change my life and I didn't do it. I didn't hold it to, I didn't hold that, that dedication to myself. So you feel so guilty about it instead of saying, okay, I know I did it, but I'll just get right back on track and I'm going to then now change my life again because if I did it before, I can do it again. A lot of us don't do that. We just like, look at the foods. I've, I've failed myself. So now I'm going to go in the corner. I'm just going to eat whatever now because I obviously cannot do it. I can't do it. Failure is when you say to yourself, I've given up. Failure is giving up on yourself. Failure is saying that I've done so bad that there's no possible way things can change. You have to have hope. You have to have faith. You have to have that feeling that, yes, okay, I may be going tripping over a little guilt. But if I trip over this guilt of not doing this thing I said I was doing and I fell on my face, if I stay down there, there's no possible way I can even enjoy life or actually achieve this thing I would want to achieve in the first place. And the more I'm staying down in the dirt, in the ground, is the more time I'm spending wasting my life away. So sometimes we have to begin to really think about the guilt that we endure throughout the longevity of our lives. So I want you to think right now. Think about a time. Where you was doing really well and it could have been like you set up New Year's resolution for yourself. And then the boom, you went back to the person you went you used to be. Now, I want you to ask yourself this question. How did you feel when it happened? So, best believe this. Not everyone is guilty. We can mask our guilt, right? We can mask our guilt. How do we mask our guilt? One statement. Well, it's just the way I am. That's just the way I am. It's just what I do. That's just who I am. Or we can say, 
I've always been like this. I've always done it this way. So I think these are the two statements. So listen to this. Two statements that you should always look at to determine whether you're just ignoring your guilt. I've always been like this. This is the way I was raised. This is how I've always done it. I've always been like this. This is the way I was raised and this is how I've always done it. Those are the two statements to hide our guilt. So some people are hurt because of guilt because oh, I'm so guilty. I shouldn't be doing it. Some people ignore their guilt completely. So there is no form of ethics in their lives as it relates to their goals. There's no form of ethics in their lives as it relates to their dreams. There's no form of ethics in their lives. As it relates to relationship, because the excuse is that I've always been like this. So the I've always been like this is the statement that keeps you in your ish. So sometimes we have to think about it and be like, that is the problem. I've always been like this. Sometimes the very underlying issue is that you've always been like this. So if you've always been like this, why do you want your life to be different? If, if, if you want life to be different, then you can't always be like you was expecting to have life give you something different. So what I'm saying to you is, ultimately, if... We're going to overcome guilt and we have to think I've always been like this because I've never taken the initiative to be different. So when we start to take the initiative to be different, then we could change. So let me tell you, how many times have I redesigned my life? Almost quarterly. Like people, I don't have the answers i don't have the solutions i don't have like oh i'm going to be your life's guru i'm going to tell you what to do nah i have awareness so the first thing that you can build to allow you to grow is awareness of how you're acting because although you may just dwell in this situation for about three months and you're like, okay, what am I doing here? Knowing that this is happening prevents this three months from becoming three years. That prevents this three years from becoming 30 years. That prevents that 30 years of not knowing what's happening with your life for becoming a lifetime of unawareness of why you're acting the way you're acting. Unaware of uh, your life result it's like autopilot most of us live our lives in autopilot there's something called the reticular activating system of your brain this is the part of the brain that allows you to do daily activities and allow you to react to certain things automatically it's like a switch the light, it's like a switch. You clap, the light either turns on or it turns off. 
So we have to begin to build the reticular activating system of our brains in a way that helps and empowers us rather than hurt and trumps our dreams. Now, what do I mean by that? Simple. The reticular activating system of your brain is going to repeatedly give you the same result until you program it to do otherwise. It's essentially the AI of your brain. So think about AI. You have to tell it what to do. You can't just, okay, AI is going to take care of the entire project for me. And it was not programmed. A lot of times we don't program ourselves consciously. It happens subconsciously. Our subconscious mind is works hand in hand with the reticular activating system. So now our subconscious mind is built upon our life's experiences and how we react to those experiences. So sometimes you catch yourself going back to a certain habit. It's not because you're weak. It's not because you're merely a meek. The reason why this is occurring is because that's how it always occurred. I've always been like this. I've always done it this way. It's like instead of you saying it out loud, when you say that, when you say these words out loud, that's your reticular activating system speaking through one of your senses. Right? Because oftentimes we don't see that. Right? But it speaks sometimes because we say these things. You could catch your mindset in your words and you could see the direction that your mindset is going in your thoughts so when we act away throughout different events past events in our lives these things reoccur for instance if every time you get stressed really really stressed you either occur in a burnout and you go into you know smoking and drinking and doing all these things and you know and you know it's bad you because you feel guilty about it or you have not been able to deal with your guilt and you just max it with i've always been like this i love doing this and it's okay so you ignore the signs a lot of us ignore the signs however these have been built because you've done it the same way last year the year before and the year after so that's how i've seen my life some like I, there was a period where I've seen things repeat things repeat in our lives because we have not programmed our brain to do otherwise. This is the way I've always been. Therefore, this is the way how my life will always be. When you say this is the way my life can be, then we work. And we do the things that we should to get to where our lives can be. But when we say this is how we've been. And will always be that this is how our life stays and it always be the same way. So change starts with changing how you think about yourself over time and how you react to different things over time. So sometimes we have to act differently to protect our own our own brain that has this reticular activating system that's making you do things automatically subconsciously. Somebody comes and say to you, uh, and just gives you like an attitude at the button. And you're just like, you snap. You're like, 
And then you go on a, on a tantrum and you're just like, yeah, why are you acting me like this? And then you just go all ghetto on them. And to you, you think, I just gave this person my piece of brain. I got it. I'm doing good. But what you don't realize is that you've associated that whenever somebody speaks to you this way, that this is how you're going to react. So your reticular activating system takes that information, stores it, and what it does is it, it, it waits for reinforcement before it really stores it completely. Think about this. It's like grass. When you walk down a pathway, you're walking on grass. Over time, if you walk on it long enough, then you have a path. Now, that path could be towards like heaven or hell. However, if you stop walking towards that path, the grass grows back. So neuroscience tells us that it's the same way. The neuroplasticity of our brains has to be done with practice and consistent reoccurrence of a positive habit instead of a negative one. So if you want to begin to change how you're reacting to guilt, then you have to consciously recognize your guilt and then act differently when that pops up. It's the same thing with all the different things that you're trying to do. It's awareness. Now, let's begin to get it right. Awareness is not going to force you to act. You can be very, very well aware and never act. But awareness enough would, will, will just taunt you enough. It will just it, it will annoy you enough that it will force you to act. Because the people who react to guilt like I have to, I should make a change are the people who will eventually change even if it takes two months, three months, four months, five months, six months. Those people, they will change. They will not, they will not dwell in it forever. Maybe they might do it for a period, but they'll find the strength again. You'll find the strength again and you'll do it again. You'll get back up. But some people will, are not aware of the guilt. Are not aware of the negative thing. This is how I've always been. My life has always been this way. There's no awareness. There's no guilt. So life can never change. Um, you know. So I want I want to say to you today that why did you ignore the results of the occurrence when guilt happened? So the first question was how did you feel when you were guilty, and now the second question is why did you re ignore? What did you ignore as a result of feeling guilty? So I have this um, this concept that guilt le leads to ignoring things, which leads to ignorance. Ignorance. So when you're guilty, you wanna stay away from your guilt because you don't wanna face it. We don't wanna face our guilt. Think about if you murdered somebody that you love and you didn't go to jail for it but that guilt itself is going to kill you over time that's what guilt does to our dreams guilt can kill our dreams over time feeling guilty about not achieving your dream is the main killy killer of the dream to begin with feeling guilty about not having this character is the killer of your ability to build up this character we're in the process of playing defense and offense, right? 
We have to defend ourselves, defend our minds every day. Every day is a defensive game. Like, I was a defensive player in high school. I used to be, like, the hustler, man. Defense is the best offense. So you have to guard your thoughts. You have to guard your pockets. You have to guard the people you spend time with. You have to guard everything. You have to guard what intakes and what you take in into your body. So we're playing defense in life. Now, when you play the right defense, we wear out the circumstances of life instead of letting it wear us out. And then now we're able to put points on the board. We're able to go ahead and attack. We're able to strategize and go about it because we have stopped. We have placed a wall on too much negativity. We have placed a wall on on life scoring on you and you're the one losing. So now we become winners. We're up. We have more points because we've defended our values. Guilt is the trigger that says it's time to play defense. You know when they put the defense, defense, defense sign up in your basketball game? That's that's the crowd saying, it's time to play defense or else you're going to lose. You know, you're down by 10 in life. You better play some D, get on that defense. Why is that happening? Basically, guilt is the trigger that you need to play some sort of defense right now. Or you need to do and you need to play defense and then score. That's what guilt is telling you. So it's like, okay, I am not doing too well with my diet. How is guilt telling you to play defense there? Well, guilt is saying, uh, maybe you need to watch out for the bar, maybe skip the bar, maybe maybe these restaurants put them on your do not eat list, maybe Ignore this thing. So guilt works in wondrous ways to to help us guard our values. So guilt is the feeling that tells us it's time to play defense. It's time to guard our values. It's time to guard our ethics. And it's time to guard who we truly are. So guilt prevents us from... Self-sabotaging our values, but it doesn't stop us from sabotaging our well-being. Why did you ignore? What did you ignore as a result of feeling guilty? Think about that question. And then I want you to think about the next question is when you change and reverted back to your old self, what led to this 360 turn from your purpose? What led to you changing direction, going towards the path that you wanted to, to go back and go backwards? What caused that? Now, in knowing the trigger, we can react to the trigger differently next time. So when, we're, when we know what the trigger is, when we know what the sign is, then when that sign comes up again, we could say, you know what? I'm not going to act like this. I'm going to act a little bit differently because I am trying to build the reticular activating system of my mind in a way that helps me achieve my dreams, achieve my goals rather than go away from it. 
So I think that guilt is a friend and not an enemy. But like a friend, if you ignore and you you bash your guilt and you say I shouldn't be feeling like this and you just like put so much negative energy in the thought of being guilty, then it becomes your enemy. So the very thing that's supposed to help you in guarding your values, guarding your dreams, guarding your goals is the very same thing that's going to hurt you uh, when you don't do that. So I believe that we can begin to overcome guilt. We can begin to overcome the feeling that we are not living to our own expectations and then we can begin to go towards the direction we were once on before. But it starts with an initiative. It starts with um, some sort of momentum in your life. Every day you just have to keep keep finding that strength within you to just to just get out that guilt trip. You know, I I know there are people all around the world feeling guilty about all types of things and don't realize it and don't see that as a as a re- as a reason why some something is repeating in their lives. You know, I speak of things because I deal with them. You know, it's like you can't tell somebody what a well is for water unless you went to the well yourself and say, this is what a well is. And now I know where the water is. So you go out and you tell everybody this is what a well is and go and get you some water. So if you felt guilty yourself, also, that's a better way to actually understand when other people feel guilty. And that's how you can better respond and help them overcome that guilt. You know, so let's think about it. Let's ponder upon it and let's grow because of it. Let's guard our values when guilt occurs. Let's let's play some defense when we're feeling guilty. And then let's make some offensive plays by doing things that will increase your self-confidence, doing things that will increase uh, the momentum, doing things that will push you towards where you're trying to go and it can happen it will happen but it's up to you to make it happen and it's up to you to believe that it can happen and when you do that it will happen so I'm saying to you and I'm saying to myself guilt is not here to hurt you but it's here to alert you So what led to this complete 360 turn from your purpose? And how can you take that experience and invest it into your future by responding to it differently the next time you get towards that bridge? And speaking of bridges, the last question I want to ask you is, what bridges did you burn or did you lose any business or opportunities to make money when you were feeling guilty? Guilt could hinder us from doing a lot of things. It could hinder us from not calling a client. It could hinder us from, you know, doing business with a certain, like, type of person. Guilt does not just hurt our 
mental health, but it, it, it affects everything else. Spiritual health, financial health, everything. So if we don't begin to use the guilt to guard our values, then it takes away our values. So I believe that habits are are things that hinder us from being our true self. If if there's if there's certain bad habits that's hindering us from being our true selves, then that's a sign that that habit has to be thrown away and a new one to replace it. As we conclude the episode, I want to leave a couple of things with you. I want to leave a couple of questions for you to ponder upon. The first question is why? Why is it that you want to overcome guilt? That you want to overcome feeling bad and actually take initiative to act? Why? Why is it that you don't want to ponder upon what you did wrong and you want to do the things that will make it right? Why is it that you want to do this? Why is it that you've been actually dwelling in the guilt? Ask yourself, why am I been dwelling in this? Why do I feel so bad about it? And how can I now take the the routes that will make me feel good? What what can I find? What sense of joy that I can find? How can I rejoice in the sense that I realize that no matter how I act, I'm still alive and life is still good. How do you find that ability to rejoice? So the first question I want you to think about is why. The second question is why not? Why not change? Why not go towards a new direction? Why not look at guilt as a way for you to guard your values and not as a way for you to just beat yourself up? Why Why not do that? Why not make the call? Why not call a friend and apologize for acting this way? Why not write the letter and apologize? Why not just explain? Why not forgive yourself? Why not say that today I'm going to um, overcome this guilty feeling and and I'm going to revolutionize the way I've been acting. Why not? The next question I want you to think about is why not you? Why not you? Why can't you do it? Why, why can't you overcome this guilty pattern? Why can't you overcome this guilt trip? Why can't you overcome uh, this this thing of the ego that's making you feel bad and this thing of the ego that's making you feel like no one will ever forgive you or the thing that's saying that I'm not good enough or the thing that's saying that I never stick to my word. Why not change that mentality? Why not recognize that you knowing of your guilt, you knowing that, okay, every time I say I'm going to lose weight, I don't do it. Why not use that experience as the, as the motivation so that I'm going to do it. I'm eventually going to do it. When I actually accomplish this, it's going to be a lot sweeter. Why not look towards that that picture? Why not paint a better picture of how things can be rather than looking at it as worse as it is? And the last question is, why not now? Why not do it now? Why not make the call today? Why not write the letter now? Why not uh, take the initiative, write out a statement and say, these are my affirmations that when I do not accomplish this thing I've set for myself, I will just set it again for the next week and I'll do it over. Why not say that every day you can reconstruct your life? Why not Why not do it now? Why not make the call as you listening to this podcast? Why not now? Why not now that you can begin to go towards a new direction with your life and getting 
out of the guilt trip and into your dreams, into the true person that you are. Realize we're not perfect. We will never be. We will never be perfect. But we can find the perfection of God in the lessons that we learn from the imperfect actions, from the experiences that goes against our own values. Why not look at those experiences and look at them and say, listen, I can take all of this and I can invest it into someone else. I can invest it into, uh, I, I'm investing this pain in, into my muscle, into uh, my ability to lift the weights, the heavy loads of life. I'm investing pain into progress. And now because of this guilt, because of this experience, I will make the best out of these next few days. I will be the best I possibly can because I realize that guilt is not telling me that I'm a bad person. Guilt is telling me that I'm a too good of a person to let this bad situation keep me down, to let this bad situation be the rhetoric of my life, to let this bad action be the person that that I am because that's not who I am. I want to finalize this episode to say, why not now? Why not now that you can begin to discover the unlimited power in you to achieve whatever it is that you want and start believing that I can start to notice my talents. I can start to notice my gifts. I can start to notice how I make a difference in the world. And I can take these past experiences that was complete opposite from that person and invest it into myself so that I can become a better being in society and so that I can actually enjoy my life, rejoice in the name of the Lord, empower others, and leave something different than it was before. You can do it. I believe it because this message is not just for you, but it's also for me. So start to do things this year that you couldn't see yourself doing last year. And if you've been indulging in one habit, why not? Turn it around and indulge in your true self. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Edouard Gilles, and I want to thank you so much for tuning in to the Ed Talk podcast. And once again, you can overcome guilt and defeat and redesign yourself no matter how long it takes. Guilt is, is a sign telling you to guard your values. It's not a sign telling you to resign from your dreams. Guilt is a sign telling you to guard your values. And it's not a sign telling you to withdraw from achieving what you're trying to achieve. So with that being said, I want to wish you, I don't want to wish you, but I I speak greatness into existence in your life. I speak strength into your life and I speak the ability uh, for you to overcome this guilt trip into your life. Please be sure to um, leave a review in my podcast channel. And also uh, send this to your friend who think may who you think may be very guilty or feeling guilty. Send it to them 
and tell them listen to this podcast. I really liked it. If you if you actually really liked it. If not, if everything I said was meaningless, then don't do it because it's not serving any of us a purpose. So with that being said, you enjoy the rest of your day. Peace. I want to remind you that you have unlimited power within you to achieve whatever it is that you want and to construct the person you want to be. But first, you must believe it in order to achieve it. And until that happens, the world will forever miss your talents, your gifts, and all the great things that you have to offer. So let your light shine. Don't hide it. Don't dim it. Thank you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of review. Until next time, remain in your unlimited power.